Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. Here's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Podcast. We are giving you our NFL Week 2 picks we're going to review and preview some college football and the NFL coming up. Are you in or are you out? What happens to the Dallas Cowboys and $50 million to the winner? We'll get to that and more. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Podcast. From Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network, you're listening to the Sports Stove Podcast with your host, Vince Stover. Welcome in to an all-new edition of the Sports Stove Podcast presented by Killer Jerky Company. That's right. We have a jerky sponsorship. Go to KillerJerkyCo.com. And use the code STOVE, S-T-O-V-E, at checkout, and you're going to get all the jerky you could possibly desire. They've got incredible hot flavors. They also have your normal flavors, some specialty flavors. Go check them out. They've also got candy and other things, too. KillerJerkyCo.com. Use the code STOVE, S-T-O-V-E, for 10% off your purchase. Speaking of killer, uh, joining me again is my dad, Dale Stover. Dad, how you doing? Doing good, doing good. Looking forward to it tonight again. All right, very good. So, yeah, we've got a a great show ahead as we are full-blown football season, and the football weekend did not disappoint this past week, both with good college games and some really entertaining NFL games. Even if it wasn't pretty, at least it was close and competitive throughout the NFL week as well. Uh, Both me and Dad, 50% on our picks, three for three, Uh, On last week's picks, we'll give our other picks here in just a moment. Uh, But, Dad, looking back at the – we'll start with the NFL. So, looking back on last week's games, uh, what games stood out to you as as enjoyable to watch? Well, almost all the early games that came down right there to the end, that was exciting. Didn't look like it was going to be that way. Of course, then you had two overtime games, and, um, of course, you had um, – 
just a lot of real close games there come down. So, um, it, you know, it, it was just exciting to watch all of them. Our Packer game didn't go well, but outside of that, um, you know, there was a lot of, uh, a, a lot of good games there and, you know, some upsets and, um, some teams that we didn't think would be very good that were either competitive or they actually won. Yeah, so the games that I watched were uh, Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. Talking about ugly, that one was really ugly. Uh, and then I also watched New York and Tennessee, and that was a fun game. Came down to the end, Brian Dayball chooses to go for a two-point conversion, and they get it, end up holding uh, the Titans, not giving them a chance to score and win the game. The Giants come out on top uh, in what was a really, really fun, especially fourth quarter to watch. Uh, there as well, and uh, was a good time. I did not get to watch the Packer game, and it probably was better off that way, uh, <laughs> considering how that game went. We'll get to that in a moment, um, as they are uh, going against the Chicago Bears this week. Uh, but like I said, we'll talk about that in just a few minutes. I want to start off, let's start with the Dallas Cowboys, Dad. I know you were uh, not high on them coming into the season, and we'll get to, to that in just a moment in a new segment we're going to do in or out. But Dak Press got injured. He's out for several weeks. Uh, is it Cooper Rush or Connor Rush or somebody Rush is in at quarterback for Dallas? And that doesn't seem like that's going to work out too well. So if you're Dallas, what are you doing at quarterback? Are you tanking uh, with what you got, or are you looking outside of the organization for some quarterback help? Well, I think part of it depends. I think they ought to look outside the organization, but part of it, I think, you know, how long is Dak Prescott going to be out? I've heard it's not going to be, you know, as long as they thought. I think I've heard, what, six weeks, or but it could be longer than that. Um, so I, I don't know. They may choose. Dallas just has lots of problems, and this really compounds it as far as, you know, McCarthy and just how the team is going to do. Um, from there. Now, if he could rally and win some games here, but again, I, I think they're, you know, that this situation just made a bad situation worse. So I, I would think it would make sense to go outside maybe and get someone. But, um, it, you know, that it'd be very interesting with Dallas, especially um, with, you know, all the other teams in their division won this week. So. Yeah, what do you think? So, you know, I think of guys that are on rosters, Jimmy Garoppolo and Sam Darnold come to mind. Uh, Garoppolo may be a good good option there. Um, not, I don't think Sam Darnold is. I'm off the Sam Darnold train at this point in my my life. Uh, Cam Newton is available. Uh, probably off of that as well, especially for Dallas. What about a guy that's coaching high school football in Phillip Rivers? Uh, you think he'd come out of retirement to play for Dallas for you know six to eight weeks? He might, and that would make some sense because it, in some ways it's hard to get somebody because when Dak Prescott comes back, he'll be the guy. So yeah. it's going to be a short-term fill-in. So someone like that, um, you know, again, I don't know if Rivers uh, is interested. Even when you mentioned the names, uh, Cam Newton would make a little more sense, um, you know, in some ways there. I don't know that Garoppolo It's a really good situation for him, um, you know, especially with Dak Prescott, you know, potentially coming back. So um, I don't know, you know, I don't know what they're looking at. You know, they're, I'm sure the Cowboy fans, their best option would be Roger Staubach, but I don't think they can probably get him at this point in time. So how about this name for you? Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, Fitzmagic. He retired. 
He's not playing. Um, he's free right now. Uh, probably wouldn't cost a whole lot of money, and he's probably better than, than Cooper Rush uh, back there at quarterback, too. Um, outside of him, you got guys like Tyrod Taylor, who's playing a backup role this year. Andy Dalton, who was with the program. Uh, right, Yeah, he was in Dallas. Um, he's a backup in New Orleans right now. Uh, outside of those guys, I can't say there's a whole lot. Uh, Nick Foles, he's in Indianapolis. What about a guy like Nick Foles? They, those are all guys that could come in and play with the understanding that when Dak's back, they're not going to play, but it gives solid backup options, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm not, and again, I'm not sure who would be interested in that. Like you said, uh, to me, someone who's not playing now, Fitzpatrick um, or um, Rivers, awesome. somebody like that makes a lot more sense than somebody who is, you know, look, because even if you're going to audition, it's only going to be six weeks or so. And um, I don't know that that would be, you know, a, a really good situation. All right. Last name I'll throw out there, Dad. We don't talk about this name very often on this show. Colin Kaepernick. Uh, he's available. Yeah, well, that'd be great for Dallas. I think that would just be a beautiful fit there. <laughs> that would definitely keep things calm, um, no doubt, in that situation. Um but again, uh, you know, uh, if he was capable of playing quarterback, he'd already be playing. So I, I don't think that would be that would be a, that would be a wild move right there. So um, Fitzpatrick, probably of all the names you mentioned, might might make the most sense. Rivers, if he'd come back, but I don't know that you come back out of retirement and want to go into the Cowboys is a different animal a little bit. So um, I'm I'm just not sure. Well, I think Fitzpatrick makes more sense than Rivers, honestly. Uh, Rivers, two years removed. Uh, Fitzpatrick's only one year removed. And so, uh, yeah, that's an interesting one to watch out for. Uh, I want to play a little game called Are You In or Are You Out? And we're going to look at the one-loss teams in the NFL. And I want you to tell me if you're in on them, which just means they're going to have a decent year. doesn't mean Super Bowl. It could mean playoffs. Uh, it could be over over-exceeding expectations. It's a very loose question. Are you in or are you out? So let's run through these one-loss teams. The New York Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. 0-1 on the year. Uh, how do you how do you feel about them? Are you in or are you out? I'm in because I still think they're going to be improved this year. Again, I don't, think, don't know that they're going to make the playoffs. Again, it would be interesting. I think until Zach Wilson gets back, you can't really know where that is going to go. Uh, so at this point, I'd still be in. Yeah, that's a hard one for me. Uh, Fantasy-wise, Brees Hall did not get as many points as Michael Carter. Uh, so that's something to watch out for down the road. Um, L.A. Rams, the defending Super Bowl champs, lost 31-10 to 10 on Thursday night football. Are you in or are you out? Um, that's a hard one, but I, I'd be in just because I don't think they're going to be a terrible team. Uh, but I don't know that they're going to win their division. We'll see how quick they can bounce back. With a loss in the division, the Green Bay Packers go down 23-7 to in week one. Uh, are you in or are you out? I'm still in with the Packers. I think they're going to bounce back. You know, last year they lost the first game of the year, even probably worse than this year, and they ended up being the number one seed. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't throw them out yet. Yeah, thankfully they got the Bears this week. They can get back on track. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons only lost by one point to the Saints. Granted, they were up and should have won that game. Uh, but the Falcons, 26-27 loss. Marcus Mariota at quarterback. Uh, Drake London uh, looked good as in his rookie debut. 
uh, there. Kyle Pitts looked good as well. Are you in or are you out on Atlanta? Um, just after seeing the first game, I'd be in as far as they'll be improved. I'm more in than I was at the beginning of the season for Atlanta after seeing that game. Uh, San Francisco in a absolute flood, torrential rains, flooded field, lose 19 to 10 uh, against Chicago. Uh, 49ers, are you in or out? Um, I'm I'm kind of out on them. I think that's going to keep going downhill. Um, like I've said all along, I like you know Trey Lance. I don't know that he's ready this year. And if they keep struggling, then they're going to get in a quarterback controversy, and that won't be good. Um, so I, I'm not sure San Francisco is going to have anywhere near the year they had last year. Yeah, I'm leaning towards out now also. But I want to see Trey Lance on a dry field and with George Kittle on the field. And those are two things that were not the case in week one. So I'm not completely out on the 49ers yet, but I'm definitely not in either. Cincinnati, they went to the Super Bowl last year. It was an ugly loss, 23-20 at home to Pittsburgh. Uh, Are you in or out on Burrow and the Bengals? Um, I'll still be in because I think of the potential there. Like you said, I watched a lot of that game. That's a game we got up here. And uh, I kept saying, you know, it's a shame anybody's going to win this because they both (laughs) played so bad. Um, But again, Burrow, you know, to me, Cincinnati probably reminds me of the Green Bay game last year. They should be able to bounce right back. And uh, we'll see. I'm in on Cincinnati. Actually, I'm out on Pittsburgh, by the way, Uh, but in on Cincinnati. And had they had a long snapper, they would have won that game in regulation. The long snapper really killed them uh, there. And so that's why I'm in on Cincinnati. Uh, Detroit, Biden kneecaps, only lose by three against Philadelphia. Uh, Campbell and the Lions, are you in or are you out? Um, I haven't seen enough to make me in yet. So I think I would be out. Um, they may be some improved, but, uh, I'm not sure yet where that's going to go. Yeah. I'm probably out on Detroit also. Uh, new England Patriots get beat in the division by Tua Tonga Vailoa and the Dolphins Patriots lose 20 to seven. Um, are you in or out on the offensive coordinator less new England Patriots? I think I'm out. Um, they really struggled there, and um, I'm I'm not convinced they're gonna they're gonna have much of a season. They're another team. I kind of want to see one more week before I make a decision on those guys because uh, I'm just not sure what to expect. Uh, we did the Jets already. Jacksonville. Uh, they had the lead for a short time. Came back, looked respectable. Lost twenty eight to twenty two to the Washington Commanders. Uh, Trevor Lawrence and the Jags in or out. Um, at this point, I'll kind of reserve judgment. I think I'd still be in. I don't know how good Washington was. And Jacksonville did play better. And I think they will be some better. So I think I'd stay in on them at this point. I'm 100% in on Jacksonville. Carolina, Baker Mayfield could not get the revenge game. He got a little, you know, the refs didn't help him out there at the end. Uh, Cleveland, though, makes a huge 58-yard field goal to win the game. Uh, Carolina in or out? Um, I'd be out on Carolina because I think there's a lot of, again, there's going to be a lot of pressure on the coach and I don't see where they're going to get off to a good start and things aren't going to go well there. I'm in on Carolina. I like them. Uh, and, uh, I'm actually in on Cleveland and I was out on Cleveland to start this year. Uh, we're not playing the get that game, I guess, but nonetheless, uh, let's see your Tennessee Titans lose by one to the New York football giants. <laughs> 
in or out with Rabel's uh, Titans? I mean, you know, they should have been, they should be better. I'm not a Titans fan. And, um, you know, the Colts didn't look that good either. So I would say they're going to have trouble in their division. But um, I, I, you know, we'll just have to see how that goes another week or two. I'm out. I'm out on Tennessee. Cardinals get walloped by the Chiefs 44 to 21. Kyler Murray, Cardinals, what do you think, in or out? I'm out, and I'm starting to agree with you. I think the coach is going to be the problem there, and um, they're needing to get back. They're need, going to need to get back on track quickly, or uh, be a long season. So I'd be out on on Arizona. I'm not out yet, but uh, I, Kansas City opened my eyes. I was wrong about them coming into the season. Uh, they're crazy good still. Las Vegas loses 24-19 to the Chargers, and the opener with Devontae Adams on the team now. Uh, Raiders in or out? I'd still be in on the Raiders. I still think they'll have a good year. We'll see. Dallas Cowboys could not score. The only team in the league that didn't score a touchdown in or out on Dallas. I'm out on Dallas. Um, never, you know, was never really for them anyhow, and they're in trouble. Yeah, you got to be out without without Dak Prescott. That's that's their hope. Uh, and then the Denver Broncos lose by one. I cannot believe Denver lost this game. I can't believe it was close. Geno Smith gets a win. What are we talking about here? Denver Broncos, Russell Wilson, are you in or are you out? Uh, I'm in because of Russell Wilson. I think they'll turn things around and um, do better. I wouldn't be out on them yet. Nathaniel Hackett, uh, during the well, not Nathaniel Hackett, Peyton Manning during the Manning cast was telling Nathaniel Hackett, call a timeout, call a timeout, call a timeout. Nathaniel Hackett waited 30 seconds and then called the timeout. Uh, Peyton not not happy with the uh, coach in his first game in Denver, but I think things will turn around for Denver as well. Let's get into our picks for this week, Dad. Again, we're doing six games. We're picking the Thursday night, Sunday night, and Monday night games. There's two Monday night games this week, and so me and Dad split those. He took one, and then I took the one that he didn't take, and then we get to pick three random games as well. So let's start off with Kansas City versus the Chargers. Kansas City, a three-point favorite at home against the Chargers. Um, who are you taking and why? Um, I'll take the Chargers because, again, I'm kind of all in on the Chargers this year, and I think they'll do well. And you said it was three. I had three and a half. Three, three and a half. Yeah, three and a half. Three and a half. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to take the Chargers as, as the underdog there. And, um, again, the Chiefs were surprising, and I think the Chiefs will be competitive, but I really think the Chargers are going to be a team to compete with. All right, I'll go opposite on you in this one. I'm going to take Kansas City. They looked so stinking good in week one. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put my eggs in that that basket. Clyde Edwards, a lair. Uh, watch out. He's back. Uh, Patrick Mahomes looking good. The receiver's good enough. Uh, so I'll take Kansas City at minus three and a half as the favorite. Sunday night football. It is the Green Bay Packers at home against the Chicago Bears. Ten and a half point favorites. Uh, which way are you going with this one? I'll go with Green Bay. The experts must know something. That's a real high number, no doubt about it. And if this one the game we had to pick, I might not have picked because of so many points. But, um, yeah, I, the, the Packers can get rolling here against Chicago. And, um, I, you know, they've got a lot to correct from this week, but Chicago's a team that will help you get stuff corrected. So uh, hopefully they'll be okay, and hopefully they'll get a couple more players back. 
I was invited to be on a Chicago Bears podcast this week. I did not have the time to be able to do it. Um, but uh, they asked me, what do you think the score is going to be? I said 33-17 Green Bay Packers. So I'll take the Packers to cover a 10 and a half uh, there as well. I think uh, I think you're going to see, see a team come out good in the second game of the season. Uh, Monday night football. Like I said, there are two games of Monday night football. If I had to choose, I would have picked the Vikings-Eagles game. But I, being so kind, let you pick first. You chose that game. Uh, which way did you go with the Vikings visiting the Eagles? Yeah, you were kind, and I'll pick the Eagles to cover against the Vikings. Uh, I think the Eagles looked good last week, and um, I, I think the Eagles can cover a point and a half. I think they'll win, and it's at home, so I'll go with the Eagles. Yeah, so I didn't pick this game, but I would have gone Vikings on this one. I think the Vikings are going to be really tough. We talked about that in the NFC North preview as well. Um, I don't trust the Eagles yet. I don't think they're bad, and I think they could even win the East, but I think the Vikings are better. So I would have taken the Vikings in that one. But that's not my pick. I picked Tennessee and Buffalo. Uh, uh, it's at Buffalo. Buffalo's a 10.5-point favorite. It pains me to do this, Dad, but I'm going with the Titans. I think Buffalo wins this game, but it might be by a field goal. So I'm going to take the Titans at plus 10.5 on the road this week. I just don't think they're going to get blown out uh, this week. Uh, that's our three first three games. So now we get to pick random games. Uh, I'll start with you, Dad. What's the first game that you picked? I'll take um, the Las Vegas Raiders over the Arizona Cardinals. Um, the five and a half is a spread. Vegas is favored, and um, they're at home. And so I'll take um, the Raiders over the Cardinals five and a half. All right. I, uh, yeah, I did not pick that game. I looked at it a little bit, but again, I just don't know what the Cardinals are yet. I want to see them another week. So I stayed away from that one. I went, uh, to the South, Dad, and I'm going to go New Orleans plus three and a half, uh, versus Tampa. It's in New Orleans. I'm all in on the Saints. Uh, so I'm going to go Saints plus three and a half against Tampa as my fourth pick of the week. Uh, number five to you. What you got? Um, I've got the game with the Rams against Atlanta and uh, ten and a half, and I'll take Atlanta. I'll take the underdog there. I don't know that they'll beat the Rams, but I think they can keep it closer than ten and a half. So I will go with Atlanta and the points against the Rams. Yeah, I looked at that one too. That one scared me off a little bit because I think the Rams could come out hot, um, and at the same time, Atlanta could win that game. So I, I have no idea what's going to happen. So I stayed away from that one. My fifth game is I'll go ahead and go with Seattle. I was all out on Seattle to start the season. I'm all in on Seattle. They are nine and a half point underdogs at San Francisco. Uh, and I'm not sure that Trey Lance is, I think they'll win that game, but I don't think it's going to be a nine and a half point difference. So I'm going to go Seattle plus nine and a half at San Francisco. Your last game of the week, who'd you pick? I'll take Baltimore over Miami. Uh, they're favored by three and a half, and it's at home at Baltimore. Again, you know, I've got hopes for Miami this year, but um, on this one, I'll go with Baltimore by three and a half. That one scared me. I stayed away from that one, too. I'm going with your Washington Commanders plus two and a half uh, at Detroit. I couldn't believe that Detroit was was favored in this game. Did you know, Dad, this is the first time I saw this somewhere and I should have saved it. First time in 24 games, I think, that Detroit's been favored. Um, 
I saw that. That's the second longest streak in football. Um, Well, I'm going Washington. I think Washington will cover. I think Washington will win. I like what they've got. I think their offensive weapons are really good. Um, You saw the rookie, John Dotson, didn't make a lot of catches, but he got two touchdowns. Uh, Terry McLaurin there as well. Curtis Samuel had a good game. The running backs will get rolling. So I'm going to go Washington plus two and a half there. So I've got my picks this week are Kansas City at minus three and a half, Green Bay at minus ten and a half, Tennessee at plus ten and a half, New Orleans plus three and a half, Seattle plus nine and a half, and Washington at plus two and a half. And Dad, your six picks are um, Chargers. I got the Chargers over Kansas City um, plus three, and I guess it'd be plus three and a half. Yep. Uh, Vegas over Arizona. Um, you know, they're favored by five and a half, um, Atlanta, um, and the points against the Rams, 10.5 there, Baltimore over Miami, three and a half, and then Green Bay over Chicago and Philadelphia over Minnesota by one and a half. All right. So there's our picks for this week. Feel free to submit your picks. Uh, just comment on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter, wherever you want to. Throw some picks out there and join the fun there as well. Uh, big week in, college, in in pro football. I think we've covered most of the games. Uh, let me see real quick who we may have missed. Um, let's see here. Texans and Broncos. Um, oh, oh, and one. Houston Texans. What's going on with the Houston Texans? Uh, they started off really good in that game. Uh, Colts battled back. Blankenship, the Colts kicker, gets cut after this week after losing, uh, which really surprised me. But um, Houston played well in week one, didn't they? They did. They did. That was a real surprise that they, you know, played in the game there. So maybe Lovey Smith, you know, has something going, you know, where they can at least be competitive and, again, in that division. So it'll be interesting. Cincinnati and Dallas, I almost picked this game. Cincinnati's seven-and-a-half-point favorites, uh, I think, I just don't know what to expect out of Dallas this week. So that game is an interesting one. Uh, then let's see your Colts and Jaguars, a battle for first place in the South Division and a division where nobody won in week number one. Indianapolis tied Houston. Jacksonville made it close against Washington. Uh, are the Colts going to pull it together this week or are the Jags going to win that game? I would think the Colts will pull it together. But like we said, you know, we'll see where the Jag- Jaguars are. And, um, you know, they can play loose, and we'll just see. New England is a two-point favorite on the road against Pittsburgh this week. Pittsburgh coming off an ugly win in Cincinnati. Mitch Trubisky versus the Patriots. How do you think that game turns out? Uh, this could be an ugly game, so we, we, we will see there. I don't, I don't know that either team, you know, will play real well. And, um, Again, you know, maybe Trubinsky and Pittsburgh, of course, are going to be without Watt for a few games, and that's going to hurt them there. But uh, New England really didn't get anything going last week either, and you know, with the quarterback there. So we'll see. Mac Jones, yeah. Um, Pittsburgh, Mika Fitzpatrick put his name up there for Defensive Player of the Year in Week 1. Had a huge game there for Pittsburgh. Carolina and the Giants, uh, a game that doesn't look exciting on paper. But Baker Mayfield versus Daniel Jones, I am actually interested in how this game goes. I think it could be a fun game to watch. Um, New York, two-point favorite at home against Carolina. How about that one? Yeah, I think that, you know this would be the chance for the Giants to see after that win last week, are they really going to 
you know, have a decent year or a decent team. And I, I think they could with this. And again, that's a little surprising. They're favored too. So. Yep. And then the last one I don't think we've covered yet is Cleveland hosting the New York Jets. Cleveland, a six and a half point favorite with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. Um, I mean, if Joe Flacco is still the quarterback in Tampa, I don't have a whole lot of hope or excuse me in New York. I don't have a whole lot of hope for the Jets. Um, so I'll probably lean Cleveland on that one too. And Cleveland was impressive in week one. Uh, they were. Um, I almost picked this game, and I would have picked the Jets just because of the point spread that they can make it closer than this. So we'll see. All right. So another football weekend is upon us, and uh, pro football doing its job in week one and looking forward to week two. Are you have uh, any snacks lined up for Sunday night against the Bears? Um, no, again, you know, Sunday night is, is a game. I don't have to record it because I won't be able to stay up and watch a lot of it. But, um, it, it, you know, hopefully it'll be a good Packer Bear game for the Packers and we'll see. We will see. Um, all right, let's get into some college football. Uh, a crazy weekend. First of all, Eastern Kentucky University who I cover on the local hour episodes, wins in seven overtimes, craziness, and head football coach Walt Wells, who had a heart attack three weeks ago, um, two and a half weeks ago, is coaching the game this weekend. He is back, and uh, that's absolutely crazy to me. But nonetheless, congrats to him. And He was on my show this week on uh, on the episode that dropped Wednesday morning, and uh, good good seeing him and talking with him again as well but let's get into some college stuff well i'll start with dad games that uh you enjoyed this weekend because for me i watched eku and i watched tennessee and Pitt. those are the two games i watched uh, i watched texas and alabama too um but those are the three games i watched this weekend uh but which game stood out to you that you liked yeah like i said i i, I watched you know the same games there the tennessee game you know i obviously watched with the most interest uh, there, I watched a Kentucky-Florida game. That turned out to be a good game also. And there's, you know, really just kind of trying to keep up with all the scores and, and all the upsets. That was really, really surprising. And, of course, it ended one coach's season already. And um, they just, you know, you, you had, uh, you know, a lot of upsets. So we'll see. Now, when you get into conference play, some of those teams, you know, like Kansas, and that could really have a, a real struggle. But um, we will, you know, we, we, we'll we see as a go. It was a great weekend. Everywhere you switched around, there was teams that were close, um, games that were close. And um, like I said, the Kentucky game was very interesting, too. Um, you know, with them being able to win that, you're kind of, you know, as a Tennessee fan, interested, you know, how good is Florida? And we'll see here in a couple weeks um, from there. The Alabama game was just such a shock. Uh, looked like they were going to lose that and probably should have lost that. The guy was going to get the sack, and that would have probably ended up very impressed with the Alabama quarterback, though. Having watched him play a lot, a lot of poise, uh, and that was very good there. You know, some of the other teams like um, Georgia, Ohio State didn't have a lot of competition, and they did what they were supposed to do. Yeah, let's go back to Texas and Alabama. Uh, Quinn Ewers gets gets injured in this game. Hudson Card comes in to back him up, and Texas still almost beats Alabama with their backup quarterback. And that, granted, backup quarterback at Texas isn't isn't a slump, but nonetheless. Um, I was really impressed with Texas, and one Texas friend of mine 
uh, Parker Ainsworth with the FN Sports Podcast. He said, no matter how you look at it, you have to think Texas is ready for the SEC. Um, they showed up. They showed up on Saturday, didn't they? They did. They did, and everything you know is heading toward them being in the SEC. I was interested. You probably saw today where the um, SEC um, commissioner had um, what Georgia and Tennessee cancel games or a series with OU, and I assume that means they're trying to get everybody in early. A hundred percent. Yep, a hundred percent. So let's see here. Um. Notre Dame's the other team, and it's on the opposite side of the spectrum. Texas is looks good. Notre Dame does not look good. And I was surprised with how high they were ranked to start the season, but I didn't think they would look as bad as they've looked here in these first two weeks. Um, is it going to just need time for the new coach, or is this going to be an absolute disaster for Notre Dame? Um, well, it's not going to be, you know, what they had hoped, you know, the idea of making the playoffs or any of that. And it could be a disaster for the coach if they keep losing, you know, to teams uh, like Marshall. But again, you know, I, I, if I remember right, I don't have their schedule in front of me, but they'll have a couple good games. Um, but they'll have some games they should win. But Marshall would have been one of those. So um, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see. Notre Dame, Notre Dame, I like, you know, seem to like their coach. Um, but you know, there's definitely problems there somewhere. Yeah, I think it takes time. I like the coach. I think it just going to take some time there to kind of get back to where they need to be. Um, looking at the college football field, Georgia moves up to number one over Alabama, uh, a rare jumping ahead of without losing or winning. Um, and then you got Ohio State there at number three, and Michigan sneaking in. They're number four. The top ten is rounded out with Clemson, Oklahoma. USC, Oklahoma State, Kentucky, and Arkansas round out the top 10 there. Um, if you had to guess right now, who's the final four in college football? Uh, if I was going to guess right now, I'd say Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, and Oklahoma. Um, but we will see. You know, there's a, those top 10 teams, there's, there's a lot of fluctuation. And, you know, again, we've talked about it. It's interesting. A lot of SEC teams up there. Uh, Arkansas's looked good so far. Uh, it's going to, you know, they're going to beat each other up a little bit um, in the SEC, but you're going to be very, very strong, it looks like. I said it before the season. I'm going to stick with it even now. I've got Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, and USC as my top four uh, come into the year and in the playoffs, and I think that's where it shakes out. That Ohio State-Michigan game, it's exciting no matter what, but right now if they stay up there in the top four, That'll be one crazy game uh, this year as well. Uh, what about Clemson? How, how do you feel about Clemson? They signed Dabo to an extension, but in week number one, they, they started slow. They ended up winning 41-10 to 10 against Georgia Tech. In week number two, it's 35-12 to 12 against Furman. This week, they've got Louisiana Tech before they face the uh, uh, top 20-ranked Wake Forest uh, and NC State back-to-back weeks coming up. How do you feel about Clemson? Are you confident that they're still really good? Uh, or do you think they're more of second-tier, third-tier kind of team? I think they're going to be a good team. The whole question is, you know, a couple of weeks when they get into the good competition, the quarterback. Um, if the quarterback can play like he should, then, yeah, they're going to be one of the top teams. 
Um, whether they'll make the top four or not, I don't know. But um, I think they'll be, you know, definitely better, you know, back closer to where they used to be rather than where they were last year. But it's going to hinge on the quarterback play, no doubt about it. Uh, what games are you excited about this week? Because this week has a lot of just mismatch opponents. Uh, not a whole lot of great matchups this week, but you said you got some you're excited about. Yeah, several good games. I think BYU and Oregon will yeah. be a good game because, you know, is BYU for real? And does Oregon really have as much trouble as they've had? I think that will be a big game in the West because they could really put BYU up in the bracket this year, um, no doubt about that, or up contending. Um, uh, a rivalry or um, a series that started a couple of years ago would be good this, this week is Penn State and Auburn, and it's at Auburn. Um, Auburn hasn't been ranked, but again, playing at Auburn and Penn State going down there, I think we'll see uh, maybe how good Penn State is. If they go down there and really control that, that will put them up high in the rankings. Michigan State, who again, you know, looked good last year and looks good this year, play wash plays Washington, I believe, at Washington. Um, that'll be a good test for Michigan State to go out there. And then um, two teams that this really interesting to me is Miami and Texas A&M, with Texas A&M losing, and now you know Miami wants to establish themselves um, in the ACC. Um, it's at Texas A&M being around that to me, that could be a really good game. Yeah. I mean, it's Jimbo Fisher. If his seat, it wasn't hot before it's gotta be hot now. I mean, you cannot lose that game and they looked miserable in that game. So they're playing at home against Miami. I think that this could be the nail that puts the, uh, to the coffin here for, for Jimbo Fisher at Texas A&M. If he loses And Miami, by the way, they're a program on the rise again. Cristobal there as the head coach. Uh, Definitely some interesting games there as well. And the game that I'm looking forward to, the game that I'll be attending, is Eastern Kentucky hosting Charleston Southern in their first home game of the season. And uh, looking forward to that game. Uh, And I'll be there uh, on uh, Saturday night. Uh, Let's see. The, the other game that, you know, I'll be kind of interested in, just, you know, again, us being from Murfreesboro's the MTSU game, um, they went out to Colorado State and played really well after not playing well the first week. And uh, they're playing TSU, which if you're back in that area in Middle Tennessee, it's a big game. Eddie George coaching TSU now. And uh, MTSU, they're expecting to break their attendance record, uh, which they haven't done in several years. As a matter of fact, their last record was against TSU, and I know they're expecting a big turnout uh, there in Middle Tennessee. Should be a good weekend for football. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of good weekends, the Live Tour announced their finale winner would get $50 million. Five zero, fifty million. Um, I have submitted my application to the Live Tour I uh, have not heard back from them yet, but uh, that's that's the kind of money that can get people to move from the PGA Tour to something else, right? Yes, yeah, no doubt about it. When I heard that, $50 million at first, I hope maybe that would be the prize for our pick six contest, but I realized sure. that was not it. So, um, no, the, 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 live, the live Tour is not going away anytime soon. Of course, I saw, you know, today about, um, you know, definitely about those guys, you know, not wanting that people not wanting them to be in the Ryder Cup. 
Uh, I don't know where that's going to end up. I'll be surprised if those guys are not allowed to play in the majors. Um, but we we will see, you know, the master, because those, those majors are independent enough. I think they can make their decision. And, um, you know, I, it, it'll be interesting to see if they keep the fight up or how this goes. I heard one person suggest, I think it may was Dan Patrick, who said that, um, you know, the way to solve this would be, or maybe it was somebody else on his show, they were saying that if players in the PGA Tour would decide to boycott the majors if they let the live guys come in. So I don't know that that will happen, but um, it'd be, I, golf may have trouble. This may be a, a quite a tumultuous year in, in professional golf. It may be. I, yeah, I don't think they're going to do that. They're, one of the reasons they like to be in the PGA is the history of it. And if you boycott the majors, that's, that's affecting history. So I would surprise me a little bit. That's that's pretty drastic. Um, let's talk Major League Baseball, and then we'll be on our way tonight. Uh, wild card race continuing down the stretch. New York continues to lead the American League East by six games. Cleveland leads the Central by four games, and Houston has the West under control as well. But when it comes to the wild card, Seattle and Toronto are tied uh, and are in. Tampa as well in. Baltimore, five games back. We've talked about this already, Dad. This I don't think this is changing. The order might change, but the six teams, I think, are pretty well set with Houston, Cleveland. Um, that's I'm finally giving up on Chicago White Sox. Uh, Houston, Cleveland, the Yankees, and the three wildcard teams, Seattle, Toronto, and Tampa. That's going to be a pretty loaded field in the American League. Yeah, that'll, that'll be an exciting playoff. I can be interested in following baseball in the playoffs with those teams there because you got some new teams in it. And, um, again, you know, uh, the old teams, the Yankees, the Astros may dominate it, but you got enough young players, the young teams, and, and some good young players um, to make a very – it should be a good playoff there in American League. The National League, the Mets lead the East by one game over Atlanta – both of those teams will make the playoffs. St. Louis has the Central still in control, even though they lost to Milwaukee on, on Tuesday night. Um, they got up there by seven games, and the Dodgers have officially clinched uh, already, up 21 games on San Diego. Uh, you look at the wild card race right now, it is Atlanta and Philadelphia. Atlanta's in for the most part. Philadelphia and San Diego. The Brewers, only a game and a half back as of this recording, from San Diego, they can still catch them, and I think they will catch San Diego. I don't think they'll catch Philadelphia, although they might. Um, but I think Milwaukee still squeaks into the playoffs. It looks like they may have started to turn things around. And, of course, that's, some of that's just me hoping as a Brewers fan that it happens. Uh, do you think Milwaukee catches up to San Diego or Philly? Um, I think they could, you know, when San Diego made the moves they did, I thought they might, you know, really jump up and challenge even for the division even though they were out a while and that hasn't happened so um i don't know who will get that last spot but um the national league is going to be different from the american league as the question is can anybody play with the dodgers and um they you know they've really been strong now the braves you know made the move last year and um you know if the braves and the mets play that'll be a real interesting series in the playoffs if that comes up sometime so we'll see if the mets are healthy that's who i'm going with uh, but Scherzer's had some injury issues. DeGrom, of course, has been pitching really well, but in the past has had some injury issues as well. 
Um, so if they're healthy, I'm going to go them. I think Atlanta might be my number two team, and the Dodgers are my number three team. I'm not sure with the the way their situation is. I'm not sure they're built for the playoffs right now. Offensively, they should be, uh, but I'm not sure their pitching staff is where it needs to be come playoff time, especially against Atlanta, whose pitching staff has done really well, surprisingly well, and the Mets, who have you know Bassett, DeGrom, and Scherzer, if they're healthy, uh, that's a tough, tough go at there. Um, so I, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting one to see how that one shakes out for sure. It's going to be a lot of fun. As of this recording, uh, right now, uh, Milwaukee is playing St. Louis. And the last time I looked, they were tied, and now I can't find it. Cardinals lead 2-1 in the fourth. Uh, so uh, Brewers need to keep winning, and they need San Diego to lose some, or Philadelphia as well. Uh, what about Albert Pujols? Man, he's ending his career in style. He's coming up on the 700 home run, home run, home run mark. And uh, it's, I mean, he very well may get there. And he said, no matter what, he's retiring. doesn't matter if he hits it or not. But he's, last time I checked, three home runs away. No, that's true. And what about Aaron Judge? He's having quite a year. And, um, you know, he's going to come close to breaking. Uh, he may break the old single season record for home runs. Um, now, you know, he, well, he's not going to catch bonds. And, you know, I heard a lot of talk today about, you know, where would he fit in history um, if he does finish ahead of Maris. And, uh, you know, he's had quite a year or so. It'll be interesting to see how that ends up. I mean, what do you think? Uh, is is the home run record Maris or is it bonds? Um, <laughs> that, you know, that's tough. I mean, baseball has not taken it away from bonds. So there, um, and again, you get into, you know, different type, different sizes of seasons and, you know, it, it was a different day. It's really hard in a lot of professional sports, but I think in baseball, you know, you look back and compare, I mean, you know, when I was a kid, it was always Babe Ruth and then it was Hank Aaron and Willie Mays chasing and but it's you know it's it's been a different game for the last 20 years or so so um uh to me you you can't discount Aaron Judge it'll be a a great feat if he does get ahead of Maris all right let me ask a question a little differently what do you think is the home run record (laughs) you're trying to dodge my question is Maris the home run record holder or do you consider Barry Bonds the home run record holder a Maris okay yeah, I'm surprised. I, 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 I think Maris is. <laughs> okay, very good. Um, I still lean with Bonds until they take it away. I understand the dislike about that, but, I mean, it's on the record books, whether you put an asterisk next year or not. Houston won a World Series, didn't take that away. So, I mean, uh, you know, it's just a hunk of metal, according to the commissioner. So, I guess Barry Bonds' status as the home run leader is just uh, whatever they make that out of in, in the Hall of Fame. But, uh, there you go. There's some good stuff right there for sure. Anything else you want to cover before we call it a night? No, we'll see. Boy, if college football and pro football can be anything like last weekend, uh, it'll sure be an exciting time. I want to remind everybody to go get a visit killerjerkyco.com. Use the code STOVE, get 10% off your jerky purchase. All kinds of stuff on there. Make sure you go check them out, killerjerkyco.com. Again, the code is STOVE, S-T-O-V-E. For 10% off your purchase. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sports Stove, and uh, we'll continue to give you content there as well. If you're in the Richmond, Kentucky area, come visit us Saturday at noon at Mad Mushroom Pizza in Richmond, Kentucky. 
be having a live tailgate show there, getting ready for the home opener for EKU this season. We've got some great guests lined up to be there. Pizza is going to be discounted for anybody that shows up during the show as well. All right. Thank you for tuning into today's Sports Stove Podcast. Until next time, we'll see you around the Sports Stove. <laughs>